Welcome back to the Rational Fanatics. I'm Thomas Shivers, and with me, as always, is Drew Blake. Uh, What's going on? So, uh, we got, we're going to start with news. Uh, well, actually, this week five is pretty uneventful, so this might be a quick podcast. Also, we're recording pretty late because of my travels back to New York. But we enjoy, I, mean, I enjoyed Florida, so... You know, we could have recorded on like Tuesday or something or Wednesday. Well, you we were down back. here. Yeah, it's fair. I was I busy. I had time. Don't. I, <laughs> like, I had time. Yeah, I was. I was busy. I was busy. Uh, so the news this week: Jalen Ramsey's not practicing, most likely because of a small back injury. Um, it's something he probably could play through, but he's choosing not to to maintain distance from his from the organization. Uh, well, they the keep pan- winning too. Oh, probably. Yeah, the Jaguars I don't want to trade him. Good. He wants to be traded. Uh. Which is fair enough. I don't think yeah. he'll the trade. I think Drew is. I don't think he gets traded. Yeah, I, I've, I've kind of maintained his position since, especially because we started recording after. Yeah. You know, since the news broke, I, you know, when it took them longer than a week, I moved to the that he's not getting traded. And the longer this takes, the more I feel good about that. And you know, barring that, you know, barring an eagle, you know, the Eagles start losing more corners. I'll you know I'll change my opinion then because I think they're the they're the team that'll get desperate enough to start off. You know to give away you know to give a king's ransom for him right now yeah, so i don't think the chiefs are going to do it i don't think since it didn't uh, happen that, that the month never going to ran- offer ransoms and then that's, you're kind of limited to i mean all right if oakland starts kind of winning some games they'd be an interesting one especially I'm like, if you're oakland you know maybe you can you know especially with some of those uh stefan diggs rumblings as well do you look at you've got the cast base go get stefan diggs and go get jalen ramsey and just completely punt on the draft this year, but add two young superstar talents. Yeah. I think since it didn't happen that first weekend, like you said, uh, it's not going to happen. And talking about Stefan Diggs, there's rumors that he requested a trade. Uh, it's still unconfirmed. I mean, there's been a lot of weird drama with receivers. Uh, now, I think... Well, I mean, receivers have always been drama queens like this. This is just... The... We just don't have Twitter to show it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, the Vikings' offenses, other than Dalvin Cook, seems to be almost imploding, which we'll talk oh, about throughout. The Vikings that, so. are doing exactly what they've always wanted to do, which is they're going to continue to run the football, and if they have the ideal game plan they've won by. Their quarterback throws it five times. This yeah. is this is Mike Zimmer's dream. Yeah, I I pay a quarterback eighty four million guaranteed just to run the ball thirty times, forty times a game. That's <laughs> Could have got what is it? NFL teams are like almost undefeated running it, or according to Mike Zimmer or whatever, the Vikings are undefeated. They run the ball 25 times a game. He's just he's just operating on that thought process. Not this week, there. It's something something like that. I don't know the full stat, but it's it's something ridiculous like that where he just said to Mike, All right, so why does he should probably he should just run the ball 25 times to open every game, go 16 and 0 or 19 and 0. That will not happen. <laughs> it probably won't. Look I mean, at the, you know, I love the Chiefs Dalvin, do. Probably not. Look at what the Chiefs do with just throwing yeah. the ball over everyone's head. Yeah, but look at but, look at the two teams who won. Look at the teams who were in the Super Bowl last year. They both ran. They were both runner. I mean, you know, they were run heavy teams later into the season, kind of. But I mean, New England won off of being able to run the ball at will, and Todd Gurley had you know an. MVP ish level season. I mean, he didn't play his knee injury. Three, yeah, three last three. Games. Yeah, but he kind of had a knee injury before that. But, yeah. but you know, going into that, he did. Uh, speaking about of running backs, Barkley's already practicing, which is good news for the Giants. He's yeah, that this, man ain't human. 
Yeah, he's he's trying his best to get back on the field. Even before he saw that the Giants were winning, he's definitely a good franchise player to have. Uh, so we'll talk about it later about that fancy ramifications. There's not many fancy ramifications uh, this week, but we'll that's one of them. Uh, he's also trying to get back on the Giants' uh, two back-to-back wins, which I can't remember. He just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Giants have done that. Uh, but it's two easy games. Uh, Redskins just bad, and then. Um, they, I can't remember who they beat the other day. They beat Tampa. Tampa, yeah, which Tampa, uh, which we'll talk about soon, is uh, I don't even know what to make of them. But going into the week four recap is, like I just said, Giants went back-to-back. Uh, just They're just not as bad as the Redskins are. That's literally what I have written on my sheet right in front of me. Uh, that's all I took away from that game is Daniel Jones didn't even play too well. He threw two interceptions. And the Gallmans most of the game with his play, but other than that, like, they didn't do anything special to win that game. They got lucky against the Bucks with the missed field goal. Uh, they won this one actually with their defense, uh, but it's because the Redskins' offense is terrible. Other than that, the Giants' defense is still bad. So, <laughs> don't don't look much into that. Uh, yeah. Drew, you can take the next one. <laughs> right, well, we're coming back from a technical difficulty. Uh, Drew, can you go into that? Right, yeah, Eagles, uh, Eagles pulled off a – Great win to get to two and two here, which is I think really important for their ability to continue kind of keeping pace with the Cowboys in the NFC West or NFC East. Sorry, yeah, the NFC East. East. I, I did know that. I, I don't know why I said West, but yeah, NFC East. Uh, it's a really important win, and then uh, more importantly, kind of, I mean, they really leaned on the run game here. Despite, I mean, Car- Carson went through three touchdowns and was still, you know, but only. Had 20, 16 for 27 for 106 yards and three touchdowns. But, I mean, they just ran the ball right at Green Bay every single play. It, you know, I mean, they rushed it here. They rushed it 30 times for 176 yards, which is a respectable amount. And they did – it was still a split – it's still a split backfield with Howard and Sanders, but both of them had pretty good games. Howard got in the end zone twice, which is a good look in that. But, uh, I mean – Packers still played well. Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. He, th- he threw a rare pick for him. Uh, their run game was abysmal, which is kind of odd because they didn't. Because they, don't, I mean, they had Aaron Jones the whole game, but he just did nothing this game. Devontae Adams was a monster, but I mean, their secondary is bad. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was their leading rusher. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw that. I mean, he threw it fifty times too. That's just. I mean, you're paying all that money. I guess you got to get something out of it. Yeah. Uh, So the Patriots escape a escape with a win in Buffalo. Uh, Brady, probably the worst team I've seen Brady have. No, no, they 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 did. They only escaped with the win because you know Buffalo. This is traditionally kind of how New England and Buffalo play. They're both. Big defensive-minded teams' points are always at a premium. This is just kind of how they play. I know, but I, I'm just calling it an escape because England. the Buffalo had a, a chance to win at the end. No, they know they, they had, had Matt Barkley they had playing. a chance. Buffalo had a chance to win. They had Matt Barkley playing quarterback. That yes, is not. They, still, nobody has a chance of, of winning with Matt Barkley at quarterback. A chance is still a chance. No. Uh, All right, I mean, Josh Allen went out with concussion maybe. protocol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we just need to put the meme. Uh, there's so I have a chance. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So Josh Allen went out or late in the game with a, a concussion. He's probably still in concussion protocol as we speak. Uh, so we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, there hasn't been really anything new other than he's entered protocol uh, for that. That game that was – I mean, we'll see. I think if he doesn't get cleared by tomorrow, I wouldn't bet on them. Uh, I wouldn't bet on him. Yeah. Playing. You – in order to like uh, play the next week for concussion, you have to literally pass every test uh, at the time they have that test during the week to play the next week. Like there's literally weekly, like daily test, and you have to pass each one at that time of the test. If you fail one, then you can't play the next Eesh. week. That's how the, the protocol goes. It's like very, very strict. Uh, don't somehow uh, one of the Giants wide receivers in terms of maybe Shepard. Think of Sterling Shepard somehow evaded the protocol. And got back into the game, and so ever since that, like, I mean, the, the protocols are very strict as it is, and he just evaded. I don't know how Sterling Shepard literally evaded all of the people during the game, but he did, and the, the league was very upset about it. So they're definitely keeping eyes on players since week one. I think that was week one or week two. But Brady uh, just had a terrible. I don't know. This is very rare for Brady to have a terrible game. Just like usually, he's at least over. Like he doesn't have like like outstanding games sometimes. But he had under 50% completion rating. He had no touchdowns and one interception. It's just I've never seen uh, – I can't recall the last time I've seen a game where Brady had a game like that. And uh, they still ended up winning uh, just because – I don't know. That's because Barkley came in and couldn't win the game against them. Uh, I think the Bills are good this year. The Patriots are obviously good every year. Uh, it was a good game to watch. Uh, just – it was only – but it could have been worse at the for the Bills if – Brady was actually having a decent game. Yeah. He literally said they, they they weren't doing anything like in his like post game uh, interview. He said the Bills weren't doing anything special. They were just really clicking as a defensive unit and like literally like tackling as a group, uh, like covering each other's assignments. I mean, that's, that's all you can really ask if you like, don't have too much talent on your on your defense. Just playing as a combined and well groomed unit. So. Well, we'll see if Brady bounces back or if his age is starting to show. Uh, maybe it's just right. everyone's allowed a bad yeah, game, just, I think, yeah. here and there. Let's not get into I'm, hyperbole because I'm, he has one game I'm just saying, against the top five defense. Hey, that's But under under 50%, if any other QB in the in the world has under 50% completion rating, like they're getting talked about getting benched the next week. I'm not even talking not about that. True. That's true. Uh, but I just think it's just a bad game. I think he'll pull back, but uh, next week we'll see. Uh, Chiefs winning a game-ending drive in Detroit. Detroit's actually good this year somehow, or halfway decent. Uh, definitely better than I expected them this this year. And uh, it was I drew and doesn't want to call it a shootout. I think it's an NFL shootout, but thirty-four to thirty. Uh, for the Lions, that's a shootout. Okay, that's. <laughs> You pick historically the worst franchise, one of the worst franchises in the history of the NFL, and act like it should be a shootout, and act like no, <laughs> no. But uh, I mean, Patrick, like, it looks like the Chiefs can handle a little bit of adversity. Uh, I feel like they didn't really haven't had a chance to show that off this year. And then Patrick Mahomes got in the huddle late in the game and said, like, let's go, let's just go win the game. Uh, probably some more choice words in there, but he's definitely a hype machine. He's also a uh, I don't even know legend in his own right. He just whips the ball around to anybody he wants to whip the ball around to. And they ended up winning that game. Uh, other than that, like, you can't say much other than there wasn't much defense in the game. And these Patrick Mahomes is uh, a, a god on the football field. I mean, uh, he was – I don't know. He was mortal in this game. 
He was pretty moral, yeah. Is that, but he he did throw zero interceptions, which I think breaks his streak. Uh, he's been throwing three touchdowns a game for the last. Oh yeah, yeah, his touchdowns. I don't know streak, how many games. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so it would break that. But so they just ran the ball, not not even effectively. This I guess they threw the I ball. I mean, they fumbled it a lot. They were throwing the ball deep. Fumbles. Oh, that would make sense. Even the wide receivers were fumbling all over the place. But they were still throwing the ball as much as they could. He threw it 41 times, 42 times, 42 times. And they, I think they were just punching it in because there's LaShawn McCoy didn't even have it. They didn't have a big day. Uh, Williams definitely had a terrible day, but he got two touchdowns because he just punched it in. But you can take next. I think what we have to talk about Browns next. You've got – yeah, Browns. They, you've got it as the – is it the Browns momentum or the Ravens overrated? Or, you know, are the Ravens – Getting over, we're getting overhyped. I mean, I kind of lean a little bit more towards. I mean, the Ravens played three really bad teams and beat them, which is what you should expect them to do. And then they finally played a team that's you know playoff caliber and lost. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna overreact and say, you know, they suck. They're gonna, you know, you know, they're not gonna win their uh, another game this season. But I mean, it, you know, really, they're not. I didn't think the Ravens were that good, but they're probably still. Division winners, I think, in this division, with as ugly as it is, maybe. And Nick Chubb yeah, just yeah, went off. The fact so that you really... just got absolutely obliterated by Nick Chubb is telling. Yeah, three touchdowns, 165 yards, <laughs> averaging 8.3 yards a carry. Yeah, it's hard to beat that. If running backs doing that. Yeah. On I mean, maybe you should do something about him doing that to you, but <laughs> you should do something about that. Just, just, just something. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe, maybe you should look at you know not letting him run all over you. Just a thought. Uh, and, uh, and then the the Bucks live and die by Jameis Winston. I mean, I believe I said this in the preseason that uh, <laughs> yeah, the Bucks are going to go exactly as far as Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston wants to take them. I I think he's looked you know he's looking better and better in their offense, and I think this is. You know, I'm kind of hoping that this is just an upward trajectory for him, but, you know, we'll see. Four, four TDs, one interception. Yeah. It was a pick six, too. But, Tam- you, but oh, Tampa's defense. Like, on? Uh, Marcus Peters, like, it just kind of, like, it's, like, kind of underthrown or it's just kind of a misread by the wide receiver or something. I, I think it's more on – I think it's more on kind of on James. It looks like he underthrows it. And so Peters picks it off and about on the one-yard line – gets absolutely obliterated by the Buccaneers left tackle trying to save the touchdown. He still scores, but like Buccaneers left tackle Donovan Smith is like six, he's like six, six, 340 pounds and just kills him. Shaq Barrett's, Shaq Barrett's, the defense, right <laughs> Shaq Barrett's defensive player of the year right now. Yeah. He's actually, uh, I think he's six in the, in the projections for actually MVP. He's not going uh, with like obviously. I he's, he's not going to win. Don't win MVP. But he's but, obviously yeah. had, he, 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 yeah. having a great season. I mean, he's, yeah, he's he's going to get paid next next offseason. He signed a one year prove it deal, and he is making the most of it. Uh, and moving on with Florida, Florida teams. Uh, Minshew uh, magic. Yep, the legend continues with a comeback win over I can't even the Denver they won it yeah yeah uh, legend over yeah. Denver in mile high legend I mean, continues. yeah they uh, they made a, 
it kind of, I mean, a lot of his, you know, a lot he, of things, like it was kind of, you watch this game and they scored a touchdown, but they left over 90 set. They left, you know, minute 30 on the clock. And it's like, that's too much time. That's too much time. They're going to. Minshew's, uh, Minshew's career completion percentage right now is 69.4. I mean, you have to do some, um, you have to do some kooky rounding to get there, but yeah. <laughs> close enough like i close mean like you're rounding down the last one to make it a 4-2-0 all... potentially 4-2-1 or something like it's some um, you're you're manipulating yeah. to get there but still it's great uh probably yes, was, he's got a he's got a little bit of a knee injury but you know it's he's just wearing a brace and he's just said you know i've worn a brace before there's no fine there's no concerns about him missing time or anything and uh this is a dude who tried to break his hand with a hammer so i don't think anybody's worried yeah his bones are probably made of titanium yep. Because uh, he failed at breaking his hand. I mean, he hand. did. He tried. It was not a. It was not like a accidental, like fixing a roof. This was a hand on a table, six or seven times. Nothing. Let's see. Well, we got the Vikings uh, versus the Bears, which this was my bet last week, and I was disappointed because uh, I thought the Bears' defense offense was terrible, and the Vikings could. Uh, we're, we're clicking, but apparently the Vikings decided to implode on the day I chose on the week I chose them to win. Uh, and uh, Adam Thielen uh, is like complaining about uh, Cousins now uh, and say and cousin, people were like Cousins had a bad game. I was like Cousins, he had a seventy five percent completion rating, uh, and he's was sacked six times. So it's not much you can really do other than as a QB other than throw for over seventy percent or seventy two percent. I mean, he didn't throw for any touchdowns. I was saying, like, he threw for no touchdowns, and they had nothing through the air. And you're trying to, and you've got the Bears' defense. I mean, it it, it very much is. You know, yeah. this is very much another one of those cousins can't beat cousins can't beat win, teams with winning records. Yeah, so I don't think he had a bad game. I just think I hate, that's like not like if, if you look at the box score, which is what I'm doing right now. Obviously, it doesn't even look like a terrible game for him. It just looks like. He threw the ball. He made he made no mistakes. He just probably just didn't take enough risk, you know. And Adam Thielen was the one complaining. He was targeted six times and they caught two of them. So I don't know how those. I don't remember remember those four drops or if they were drops or they were just bad throws. But that's the only thing that really looks bad because Stefan Diggs, I guess, complained last week that he wasn't getting enough targets. He had seven targets and seven receptions for 108 yards this week. So. Uh, I mean, I, I, maybe Adam Thielen's just complaining to get more targets in this upcoming week. Uh, I mean, which I have him on my fantasy. You're playing so this. You're playing so the, I'm up, the Giants. The I'll first keep, thing you should be doing is throwing every that. single play. Yeah. Tell Cook, hey, so keeping, tell Cook to go hang out on the too. bench for a week. We're gonna just throw it. We're just gonna throw it at their god awful corners every single play and let everyone else eat, and you can take a break. Yeah. So if you, that's like. I'll just say that right now. Uh, like, if you are thinking about benching Adam Thielen or just any like receiver on on uh, the Vikings, I wouldn't do it, especially against the Giants. Even especially if I mean, it's Adam Thielen. Couple weeks, in the they play the Eagles too. Another bunch of bad corners. Yeah, the the Giants are soft in the middle, and that's exactly where the slots re, uh, receivers live. So, I would keep him in, and also. Obviously, he complained, so he's going to get more targets. Yeah, but so did Diggs. Uh, I, so, that's what uh, Stephon Diggs did last week. I mean, yeah, Diggs got seven targets, so and he caught seven of them. So if you complain, apparently uh, Cousins is going to get you next next week at least. So I'm going to keep Adam Thielen in. I'm not going to be too 
too turned off by it. But let's talk about let's talk about the Saints group. All right. Um. Yeah. This. I I I want to talk about it, but I'm like this is very much more a game of the Cowboys being a predictable and terrible offense. Their idea was to run it on first down basically every play, and the Saints stopped that. And then they put Dak in, you know, second long and third long situations where they let uh, Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport just tee off on him, and uh, it didn't work. I mean, the Saints, you know, this is absolutely the Saints defense playing incredibly well and getting and stealing a win. It's 100% stealing a win here. Teddy Bridgewater played, you know, you know, replacement level quarterbacking really. And then Alvin Kamara was, I don't know, I didn't, did he play well? I, I thought he played pretty well, but I don't think he, he like, had great numbers. It was, like, basically all all the Saints defense. Yeah. Like, Teddy Bridgewater threw one interception, but he was at least 23 for 30. And Kamara only yeah. ran for 69 yeah. yards. Michael Thomas had, was 9 for 9, though. All right, yeah, but Michael Thomas doesn't Michael drop Michael Thomas anything. got targeted 9 – yeah, he got targeted 9 yeah. times. Michael Thomas drops nothing. 23 completion, 30 attempts. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott had a so, – guess how many carries he had in this game? I would say – if I, I'm not looking just yet, but I would have to guess like around 28. Nope, he had 18. How many 18? yards did he had? Oh, shit. Well, I just looked now. Now I look. Now he's 35 <sighs> yards. Yeah. 18 carries for 35 yards. That's uh, less than two yards a carry. That's not good. That's very, very bad. And a, fu- and a and fumble. And a fumble, too. It was a, fu- it was a fumble on fourth, and too, wait- wasn't it? Or like it was a critical down. I, I don't. I don't remember. Jason Witten also fumbled, <laughs> but that's all about his old guy. I say old, but he's probably only like ten years. No, he's, he's like 36, 37, I think. Yeah, old for a football player. Yeah, old as we. When he reti- when you retire, then unretire. It says something. You're you're old. You're automatically yeah. old. That you retired. That's you know. That's generally it's a term I, you kind of associate with old people. I'm I'm retired currently. That would uh, that would imply you were employed. <laughs> Yo, wait. What is this stat? I didn't even see that. Jalen Samuels was three for three on completion. What? Uh, going. We're, we're moving to the Steelers versus oh, we're Cincinnati. Moving to Steelers, Cincinnati. What? And Jalen Sam. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, Jaylen I didn't Samuels, watch this game. Uh, through. He threw for three three attempts and had all three completions for 31 yards. So, he's got the best QBR in the season, probably. Yeah, I mean, hey, better than DeAndre Hopkins, who also threw a pass this season, who threw a pass this week for an interception. Odell, Odell threw one, too, I think. Yeah, I think he missed uh, his. A, I mean, I don't think anybody's ever going – no one's going to top uh, Muhammad Sanu's perfect – I believe Muhammad Sanu has a perfect passer rating in his career. I think so because he's just throwing to Julio Jones like eighty yard bombs and sixty yard bombs. Yeah, but I mean every single one of them is a touchdown too. For his career, Muhammad Sanu has a perfect yeah. one hundred fifty eight point three passer rating. Did he get the minimum of like ten ten? That's what I'm checking right now. Yeah, let's of... see. <laughs> um, receiving, like you need rushing, like 10, 10 attempts, passing. He has. Oh no, he's missed one since then. Or he's missed. He is now uh, eight for seven for eighty-seven and a half for an eighty-seven point five for. Com- com- ah. Wait, seven he for is eight? eight. What? Eight attempts, seven completions. I was gonna say eight. for two hundred and thirty oh, yards seven for eight. and four touchdowns. Okay. Four of them are over twenty yards. Okay. Three of them were over forty yards, and he took one sack. 
He took one sack. So yeah, st- he hasn't thrown an incompletion. He was sacked. They contacted an attempt. I think so. It's more like uh, they don't they don't count that. I'm not sure. All right, so no, he's not reached that uh that ten that minimum ten. I'm not sure. Well, I hope I would I would literally campaign. All right, maybe not. Maybe he, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the set. Yeah, never mind. A sack is separate. I'm where did he? Oh, he missed one last year. But, yeah, the only reason we include this is because it's the Steelers' first win, and I wanted to have a quick discussion on whether it's going to be their only win. No, it's not going to be their only season. win. Well, I mean, they have to play the Bengals oh, again. Yeah, they're playing Miami. They have to play the Bengals again, and they play Miami after their bye week. But they're heading into, a, like, a two-game, uh, pretty tough two weeks uh, against Baltimore and the Chargers. Yeah, that's uh, that's not ideal. I yeah, mean, and they play – they yeah. have a – a bye week to figure things out, and then they, they also get the Jets and Cardinals. Football. I mean, they've got they got they get another three wins. Four, they get another four wins on the schedule. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win more than seven games. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're yeah. probably a top ten lock at this point. Yeah, because they're not going to beat the Rams. They're not going to beat the Steelers. Not going to beat the Ravens. Maybe maybe they beat the Ravens week seventeen when the Ravens when it doesn't matter to the Ravens or something. I doubt they beat the Browns. I don't think the Steelers. Doubt they beat the Bills. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to be good this year, but I didn't think they were going to be – I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Well, I mean, I think losing Big Ben kind of didn't help, but even so, I mean, their defense played abysmal and their offense was even worse. I didn't think that was a – yeah, I don't think that was a huge difference. And I think – I thought Mason Rudolph played pretty well. I wish they'd kind of open the – you know, open it up a little bit more and let him throw the ball downfield a bit more, but I think he's played pretty well so far. Yeah, he, th- he was twenty four for twenty eight with no interceptions, two touchdowns. That's and if if he gets injured, you can just put Jalen Samuels in, who's got a hundred percent completion rating so far. Apparently, uh, they're just. It looks like they're getting, just getting creative to try to win games. We'll see if it, if Mike Tomlin continues to do uh, this college level offense. I don't. Most of this team no. is <laughs> is like most of young uh, players. At least on offense. Uh, but that's all we have for week four. Uh, we're going to take a short break. You probably don't guys, – you guys probably don't hear the break, but we'll switch over, you know. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, this – probably not this season. Uh, probably going to do it in the off season, trying to get proper equipment and uh, switch over platforms. But until that uh, – sorry. <laughs> that's all Yeah, this is a real high-end production quality here. Welcome back from that non-break or break for us. <laughs> that definitely uh, non-existent break because we can't figure out how to put sounds in. Yep. Uh, I mean, we do. It's just that. Well, we yeah. We but put no, sounds okay, in. nobody listens on this. Let's we put it. Yeah, we made the podcast accessible for a reason. Now we got to yeah. figure out how to make the sounds accessible. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna just go into week five. Uh, this is the second half of this podcast is gonna be pretty. I think pretty short. So I guess it's not even half, but like. It's just that there's not much going on week five and uh and, and too many fantasy ramifications this week. So uh this back half's gonna go pretty quick. But we're gonna start with the feet uh the, the week five matchups. Uh starting with tonight we have the Rams versus the Seahawks, which is probably one of the better games. That's why it's probably on Thursday night prime time. But uh Russell Wilson's been playing outstanding. Uh the Rams have been as defense has been okay. Uh, not as good as I think last year, obviously. But 
Drew, what do you I, – I, what, what's the predictions for tonight? You got any predictions? Uh, yeah, give me a Seahawks W. Give me DK Metcalf goes off his unofficial breakout game, I guess you would call it. Because, I, I, you know, I don't think – I thought he's – I think he's played really well, and I think he just kind of absolutely roasts Marcus Peters or Aqib Tlaib this week. I think he's been playing well. I just don't think he's yeah, had a, I think a he's breakout well. he's game a lot yet. I just think – I think they're going to put – you know, they're going to put – uh, who's their is t- who? Which one's their number one? They're gonna put the other guy on him. I, just, that, I, I think it's gonna be Talib on him. And I think he can. Just, I think he can just outrun Talib, and I think yeah. he can out physical Peters. And I think he. It's just gonna be. I think it's just gonna be a bit of a bloodbath because I don't think. I think their secondary has been playing poorly. I mean, you saw Mike Evans do it, and I think we're gonna see something kind of similar with DK Metcalf, just you know, physically dominating the catch point, and just absolutely abusing Marcus Peters this week. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was not used to seeing Russell Wilson throw a ton of deep ball. Like, he's definitely not like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or anyone else who, like, throw just consistently is not afraid to throw the deep ball. Uh, I, think that's I don't why know. DK I mean, has... their offense has kind of been a lot of um, – they've had those kind of downfield threats, but their offense is, like, very – it's still run heavy. I think it's just he's now got more speed on the outside, so it's – when they're throwing it, they are throwing more deep. I think so. I, I don't think it's ever been something he couldn't do. I think it's just been the way the offense was. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, just, I think – I didn't say he can't do it. I'm just saying he's not – the offensive scheme is not set up for him to usually throw that ball deep. Like, can he see over the lineman that far too? Like, <laughs> that's the next question. Oh, Lord, we're, we're throwing it. <laughs> it. Wasn't that answered, like, no. years ago when he won a Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm also pretty short, so I'm yeah, not – I was just saying, like, uh, you're not allowed I can't to go throw. I'm a short IMQB, so I'm not. I, I'll be the last one to throw stones. <laughs> uh, then we got the Ravens versus Steelers. Uh, just to see if the Steelers can. This is the divisional like, game. That's the only reason this is on it's here. Only, it's only reason. It's the only reason you put it on here. Yeah, uh, but we'll see if the Steelers can like. I kind of want to see if they keep doing play calls like the Wildcat, like they did last week, and I want to see if the Ravens bounce back. I don't think so. Like some some. Because some teams that are even good, like, but they they just can't they get into a rut after they take a take a loss like like that. So I'll see I'll see if the Ravens can uh, just bounce back from whatever adversity they have faced so far. I I don't think they're bad. I but I also don't think they're as good as people think they are. Uh, you can take the Jags Panthers game. <laughs> To be a loser. Oh, there you go. Oh, I, I, I like, lagged out for a second. You lagged out? Awesome. All right. So, yeah, but it's a de- you know defensive heavy game. It'll be kind of low scoring, I think. Uh, the question is can the Jags bottle up Christian McCaffrey and can the Panthers make Gardner Minshew look like a rookie and not like the veteran he's been, you know, the experienced veteran quarterback he's kind of looked like so far this season? Has he thrown an interception yet? Uh, he technically has one because it bounced off Fournette's hands. Tips. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, like it hit him. I, I wish he would take that. It 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 away. It, it really. It, there needs to be a separate category of like turnovers for wide receivers for when it bounces off their hands because it is a hundred percent not on him. Because it, it. I mean, it hit square in his yeah. hands, like right in front of his visor or his helmet, and just bounces right off of those into a defensive into a Frank Clark's hands. Yeah. Then we had the Packers versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys coming off their first loss of the season. Um, I mean, I think aren't they 
Aren't they both coming off their first loss of the season? No, I don't think so. I think the Packers are two, two? two and two. I thought they were two and two. I thought they were undefeated going into this. No, three and one. Uh, yeah, they guess they're both coming off their yeah, first loss. They're both coming off their first loss. So I guess that's just kind of – I mean, they both kind of need to win and bounce back here. But all their wins have been very close. Uh, except for, like, the Denver game. But it's it's always seemed to be one possession. So, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Bears game Dallas. was ugly. And then they almost – they survived a comeback from the Vikings. So, I, I'll just keep an eye on that. And I'll see how good the Packers actually are with their – Actual defense, uh, see if Aaron Rodgers can finally take advantage of a good defense and get his team to the playoffs. And then the Cowboys, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to make of the Cowboys. Like Dak Prescott was hailed a hero for the first week, maybe like week and a half. And then he looks like old old school Dak uh, this last week with no touchdown passes, barely any movement on offense. So we'll see. I think that the Cowboys defense is – Amazing. So we'll just see if their offense can get things going and I mean, not turn into like. I, a, I think someone uh, needs to look at the three the teams they played to start. They can't move the ball. Just kind of look at the three defense they played to start the season. And then... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's also a fair point. So, I yeah, I just don't think their offense is that good. And apparently, with that with that comment, you agree. <laughs> Uh, I think their defense is all right. I think they're I think they're fine. I think you paid you overpaid your running back when you have to pay your quarterback and your yeah. top wide receiver and yep. your star cornerback. And instead you gave ninety million dollars to your running back. But before you I really mean, had to. Not not just that, but I mean you know, Elliot wasn't good in this game. You can you know, you can you know, some of you can point to the offensive line didn't play particularly well. But I mean, you had a, you gave a, you know, he had almost 20 carries in this game and he got, or he had, yeah, he had almost 20 carries in this game and he had six catches to go with it and he had 60 total yards on, what was that? If you have good 24 carries. We'll say 24 carries. I feel like, I feel like if you have good cornerbacks, you can play one on one with the Cowboys receivers and then stack the box. Well, I mean, it it hasn't helped. uh, I think my, or, Sorry, Michael Gallup is still – I think he's still been injured. He's been injured for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Having him would have helped a lot because I don't think the Saints' second and third corners are that good. Mm-hmm. So, I think having somebody opposite – having someone opposite Amari Cooper would have been helpful because Marcus Lattimore could just line up right on him and play him the whole game without any issues. Yeah, and Lattimore but, uh, finally had a good game. Uh, it was really – I mean, he needed that yeah, good game. He, he needed that bounce back game. After his rookie – or after his rookie year, he played awful last year. Yeah. So, we'll see if he continues to play at that level. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams is out for this game, by the way. Yeah, I saw that he didn't practice today. Is he out? Is he declared out now? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at, you know, a Green Bay, like, beat writer. And that's, like, their only wide receiver, realistically. I mean, Alex Toronto. He, he really is. He's... It's okay, but. I mean, my you know, MVS, I'm a, I like MVS. Big, yeah. you know, big athletic wide receiver, but he's not – uh, a route specialist. Dated. I mean, yeah, he's you know he's a go route guy. So all right, yeah, this is from 40 minutes ago. For a second consecutive day, Devontae Adams has missed practice with a toe injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, you know, it, it's trending towards. I think it's trending towards him not playing. Yeah, I think he'll be a doubtful. Uh, I give him like 30 percent chance to play. 
So I think I think the Cowboys actually bounce back from this game, and I think the Packers take a second second loss, but we'll see. I think they take a second loss, and I think they start uh, they, they're going to reach out to Green, you know, they're going to reach out and try to get AJ Green or go get Emmanuel Sanders. They're going to go get somebody to put opposite Devontae Adams because they have a defense. They need to get the offense going. They need to, yeah, they need somebody else on that offense to help out because they just they don't have anyone other than Rodgers and. Devontae Adams, really. Uh, I'm going to add – I mean, I think it's going to add quickly. It's on the outline here. So, like, uh, the Vikings-Giants, uh, they're – and also Golden Tate comes back, so it's another weapon. So, I'll just see – also the Giants are on a back, back-to-back win. Uh, so, they lost they, – they, they're two easy wins. They had two tough losses and two easy wins with Daniel Jones. So. I wouldn't call their win versus Tampa easy. Oh, that's true. They got lucky. They, yeah, lucky. Lucky's the right word. Lucky's an easy win to me. <laughs> no, lucky's not an easy win. They did come back from 18 points. So that wasn't easy. But then they had an easy win against last week. So I want to see if they can play uh, a decent team with, with the Vikings who have yeah. a decent defense. I think, it, yeah, it'll be and very interesting because the Vikings want to run the ball. And the only thing the Giants are built to stop is running the ball. Running the ball. So we'll see if they can do it. Uh, that's why I just added Maybe, maybe that just means that they just throw the ball to – maybe maybe they just put – they put uh, – Dalvin on a swing pass uh, and watch him abuse the linebackers for 80 yards. We didn't include this. It's uh, the Cardinals versus the Bengals, uh, who are both have zero wins on the no, season. No, this is this is no, this isn't anything. This is very much <laughs> the Bengals. No, no, we're just not. We're not going to talk about this. Yeah, don't watch that the, game. But just see if, if you want. Yeah, if we're going to talk about if we're going to talk about something being awful, we'll talk about Bengals Dolphins in Week 16 when they are fighting over the number one spot and who gets to draft Tua Tago, Tua Tunga Vailoa. Yeah, uh, and then. The last game we have is the Colts versus the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chief, the Colts are pretty good. I think Jacoby Brissett's been holding his own. Uh, when he played the whole summer, thinking he was just going to be a backup, and then he got thrown into it the last couple of weeks of this of the summer, and just having to start the, the season. Uh, and the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs just keep chiefing. I don't know what to say other than that. Like, they. I mean, I think this is. I think this is actually a Chief kind of bounce back game because they played. You know. They rushed a lot of them, but I think I mean, I get you know, I right, bounce back from a win, but I mean, <laughs> at home, you know, they threw no touchdowns. They were, they had a lot of fumbles. They, you know, they kind of they had a they had a poor game in spite of their performance. And I think you kind of see their offense really, you know, really kind of show you know get back on track. And because I, I just don't think they, I don't think the Colts can keep up with them in this game. I think the Colts are fine, but I don't think the Colts have the defense to slow them down, and I don't think they have the offensive firepower to keep up. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe they go, you know, maybe they go for a different strategy and they try to kind of ground and pound it, at, you know, and limit possessions, that kind of thing. But I just, I don't think they can, do, I don't think they will. But I don't think if, this is, I don't think this game would be to be particularly close. But the Colts still win against the Chiefs. I think, I think the their their uh, topic of discussion shifts to how good are they? You know what I mean? But we'll see. Yeah, I doubt maybe. that's going to happen, but. I just want to keep an eye on that game. I want to see how good the Colts actually are. Is, let, me, on, let me look at the Chiefs' offense for a second. This kind of has me curious. Cause I think something that's kind of – I've heard some people talk about it a little bit, but um, the Chiefs versus the – you know, the Chiefs game versus the – you know, they've played three really good defenses and the Raiders, and the Raiders held them to the least amount of points. Yeah. yeah you know, kind of interesting, but, I mean, they've played – the Ravens and the Lions defense back-to-back. I don't think the Colts' defense is as good as either of those. I feel like the Chiefs match like whatever offense they're playing. Like they they'll match you with points, but just win. 
overall. Eh, not they, really. They match your I like mean, style of play. I don't know. That's not like, the best. No, I don't think so at all. Okay. I don't think that's. I don't really see that. They they very much play their style of offense. But uh, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't think the Texans can beat them. I don't. Think the, you know, I think the first test is. I mean, if you know Green Bay gets Devontae Adams back healthy, that'll be an interesting game. Suddenly, if they get to play that. Or, you know, their games against the Chargers, Patri- they have Chargers, Patriots, and Bears late in the season. So, I mean, we may not find out, you know, we'll really be seeing kind of later in the season with the Chiefs. I don't see a lot of. Yep. Uh, we're going to move on to. I mean, I guess we'll see. Maybe I could be wrong on the Colts, but I just, I don't think I am. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I am. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, obviously, but I need to be. <laughs> Why is this an eight? Why is this... I guess, oh, yeah, I guess because they make schedules before the luck retirement. Yeah. Uh, this was an eight o'clock game. I'll move on to no. They switch schedules all the time. Like they, I forget what's, um, they, what. They can only it, start doing that after uh, like week eight or nine. Okay, well, yeah. We can start making the movements. What is that called again? I know it has a special name. Right? Flexing. They yeah. can flex the game. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I think we'll start seeing that soon. Uh, we're gonna move on to. Right, well, I don't now. think you can do it till like week. It's like week eight or nine. They can't start doing it till like midway through the season. Really. True. All right. I right, move on to bets now. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I I pretty much jinxed myself last week, and I uh, the Vikings chose to uh, implode on the week I chose them to win outright. So I'm now three and one. Drew also took an L again, so he's one and three. Uh, but hopefully we bounce back. Uh, this week. Eh. Uh, you know what? If we don't, just just start betting against us. Yeah, if we don't, uh, we'll just continue to lose whatever money we decide to bet. And you can start betting the opposite. But the, I'll take the Cardinals plus three against Cincy this week. Uh, I think Kyler Murray hasn't been too bad. I definitely don't think the Cardinals have been worse than playing worse in Cincinnati. I'm not going to say they're going to win outright. I'm taking. you're a coward. I'm a coward. And because I've taken a kind of a conservative lock this week uh, with the Cardinals plus three against Cincinnati. So that's my bet. I'm hoping to get back on track because I like my I like my undefeated streak and it's now it's gone. Maybe I should take maybe maybe I should take even a bigger risk because I, I don't have the an undefeated streak. No, no, let's go maybe next week. Cardinals plus three against Cincinnati. Uh, all right, yeah, I went one and three because uh the Chiefs couldn't score. The Chiefs couldn't couldn't Mahomes, cover. Mahomes didn't, score, didn't throw a single touchdown after he's been throwing three touchdowns a game for the last twenty games. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm taking Chicago to cover five and a half versus Oakland. Khalil Mack's not allowing himself to lose to the team that traded him. It's just not going to happen. That's fair. He's going to get in there and he's going to throw a touchdown pass himself. I don't care. <laughs> I you know having I think Chase Daniels elevates the offense more than Mitch Trubisky does. I'm taking give me the Chiefs at, plus, at minus five and a half or Chicago minus five and a half. Okay. Uh, and then we're just gonna move straight into fantasy. Uh, just to just like uh, cause I have class soon actually. So most that's the main reason I have class soon. Uh, but fantasy. Uh, it's not really much to go on fantasy this week. Not too many ramifications other than if you have if you did pick up Wayne Gallman, uh, try to sell him high. Maybe this week. I mean, if you had you know if you were yeah. streaming Trubisky yeah. or Josh Allen, there's two more quarterbacks to go down. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. You, but I don't, I don't think that's – they're not huge. They'll be back next week, I think. You think? Oh, yeah, because, yeah, Allen's in concussion protocol. That's yeah. not bad, but, I mean, you're going to have to find somebody. Yeah, so I would try to sell Wayne Gallman high, uh, preferably before 
this week because people more likely take them this week. Uh, I mean, I know we're saying this pod- late in the podcast, uh, but Barkley's coming back earlier than people would expect. He's already practicing. He's not just like – he's practicing with pads, uh, and he's not just doing side sideline workouts. So I think he's – he might even see some reps uh, either late or like just – very limited reps this game against the Vikings, but he's definitely going to be coming back. I would say in the next next week, not this week, but next. And then uh, another update I would have is uh, if you're really in need of a wide receiver, if you want some consistency, that's I would take Cole Beasley. Uh, he's been playing up at ten. Points I mean, I'd go look at Green Bay. I'd go look for a Green Bay receiver. Yeah, right that's now, true. With how they're, bad they're playing. Yeah. The as another thing, I'd go look at you know go look for Marcus Valdez Scantling. Go look for Geronimo Allison. Those are really, the, you know, those are the two main guys before, so they're kind of stepping up as the as now the kind of the one and the two. Uh, yeah. Cole, Cole Beasley, he, make, he gets like 10 points a game. He's only owned 20% of the league, so I'm about to look up where uh, those Green Bay players are. Yeah, look up Allison. I'm going to look up MBS. Oh, oh, Allison's only rostered. Should I take Allison right now? I should, I'm going to take him up right now. 37.8%. Uh, rostered, so he's probably available in most of your leagues. Let's see. Uh, Valdez Scantling is owned in 71% of leagues, so he's probably yeah. not available. So, there's definitely some depth uh, if you're trying to, like, have a good flex player or if you're really if you're really in need of a second wide receiver, uh, those guys are a go-to. Uh, I... Chris Conley, uh, I mean, he's had a good two games, but been pretty bad. So I wouldn't tell you to pick him up just to see kind of most of the reps are going to Fournette and Chark. But other than that, that's all. I mean, that's all I have for fantasy. There's not really much too many ramifications going on other than some some quarterbacks that went into concussion protocol and they'll probably be back. Maybe not this week, but next week. Yeah. I think, I yeah, think maybe we we'll look next week at a light, like maybe a slightly longer segment and do some look for some buy low targets or something. See somebody who's going to have an easy mm-hmm. opening schedule that has been underperforming so far, or something like that. Yeah, but definitely try to sell Galman high this week. Try to get like a a wide receiver some, in like get maybe a high for him because he's a high twenty. We say a high twenty wide receiver or twenty five. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that for him. I mean, everybody knows he's eventually going to be giving up his job. Yeah. So, just try to get try to sell them high. See what you can do. Uh, uh, if you can't do it this week, you're not going to do it at all. I'll, that's all I can say about it. Or just start them. If you really, if, if you're just knowing yeah. you're going to drop them, just go ahead and do that. And if you just own Barkley, you know, just, just tough it out. Yeah, tough it out. Start Galman and then or trade him to me. Yeah, trade him to. <laughs> I don't have him. Get out no, Hyro has him and won't give him, not, wouldn't give him up. I tried to trade for him when he got hurt. He's Yeah, he's not going to give him up. Uh, Hyro's been winning a decent amount of games. I actually took Did two tough losses lose? this week. Man, I think he took – I think you're the only undefeated person now. I took a tough loss this week for sure. Yeah, he, sl- he slipped to two and two. Mm. So, I mean, we're still – mean. you were still one and two in the league. But Yeah, but, I mean, you're tied with uh, – you're tied with somebody too because there's two three and ones. And then I am undefeated. Oh, congratulations. Still. Uh, that, we'll see. Oh, I, also least, I have the least points against, which helps. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's a good – Okay, yeah, but, right, but I'm second in points. 
Yeah, who's one? Scored, so I mean, it's not. It's him. It's Hyro. It's Hyro. Yeah, he's been throwing. Hyro, oh, I... Well, yeah, he had the first two weeks where he scored like two hundred points each. I play Hyro this week. I just realized that. Yeah. Uh, you beat well, him. Maybe maybe that'll suck. Maybe that'll suck him in, and I well, can get we'll, Cry Barkley from him. Join us next week when me and Hyro have a discussion. We'll have Hyro back. I'll make sure Hyro's recording with us next week, and where we hear the two of them shit talk each other after yeah, one of us lost. After one of us has lost, or and another has won. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But other than that, that's all we have this week. Uh, I have to go run the class. It starts in 10 minutes. So you guys have fun. Enjoy your Thursday night football, and I'll just enjoy evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. See you. See ya.